Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, episode 50. We have to start to eliminate well. That's my first thing I started to realize because when my bowels started moving, my health started improving. It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tri Podcast. This is episode 50 featuring Pele. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, peace and blessings. Yes, and we have another great episode with you, or for you, I should say. Yes. It is Healing with Foods with Pele Ashana Chen. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And uh, we had a great episode. Pele has. Uh, a lot of passion and uh, she's just very passionate about healing, about eating the proper foods and about taking responsibility for your health and well-being. Absolutely. Before we dive into that, episode 50, that's uh-huh. a big deal. Yeah. 50 episodes that went by kind of fast. I know. We're just getting started. Yeah, just getting started and uh, working on a new brand. So that'll be coming, what, next In the first week of September, yeah. Episode 51 will be our new uh, rebranded podcast, Life, Strength, and Health podcast. Uh, We're excited about that. And we decided to do that because um, we mentioned on many episodes that we have a wellness center in New Jersey, Life, Strength, and Health. And it just made sense to put everything under our Life, Strength, and Health umbrella um, just to centralize all the work that we do. Yes. So uh, back to Pele. Mm-hmm. Uh, always, always great to have uh, guests on the show that are a testament of the work that they're putting in. Right. So she does a lot of work and she helps a lot of people. And, you know, she was able to heal herself. She was able to reverse a lot of health challenges that people deal with on a regular basis through the foods that she eats and the lack of foods that she puts in her mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the entire show, she didn't talk once about taking herbs or supplements right. or anything like that. It was just pure food. Right. You know, so, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, letting you in on, on this powerful show. Yes, definitely. And before we dive into the show, I'm just going to read a little bit about Pele. Rosemary Chen, affectionately known as Pele, is the owner and operator of Naturally Healing Sanctuary, a well-being company in Plantation, Florida. She is a well-being specialist who offers massage, yoga, and detox consults. Massage includes deep Swedish, Thai, Shiatsu, Kihara massage styles, or a mixture of all. Massages are usually 75-minute sessions. She also teaches group yoga yoga and private yoga classes too at her sanctuary or yours. And for more information on Pele and all of the magnificent work that she does, just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 50. That's jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 50 to access the show notes and a full detailed bio of Pele. Yeah. Did you just say Malik Yoba? <laughs> no, that was, what did I say? It sounded like Malik Yoba. You, you said yoga. Oh, yoga. <laughs> yeah, she said jokes. yoga. She got jokes. Yoga. Yes, she's a, a yoga teacher as well. 
So, yeah, so just go to the show notes page for the full bio because it's an extensive bio to learn more about Pele, to access the show notes um, and every other, all the other links and references that we make in this interview. It'll be at the show notes page. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Hi, Kim and Jamal here. And today we are joined with Pele. Pele, how are you? Oh my goodness, I'm great. Feeling vibrant and alive this morning. Grateful to be here. Great. <laughs> yes, greetings, Pele. Great. Thank to, you so much for having, yeah, having me. Great to have you on. Great to have you on the show. And uh, how is how is it today down in uh, Florida? I know it's hot up here, so I know it's blazing down there, right? Well, you know what? It's, it's definitely maybe a cooler than that because it's been overcast. It was raining yesterday and last night, and so it's cooled down a bit. Uh, it's a little humid, but it may be in the, in the high 80s right now, so it's oh. not terrible. Yeah, yeah that's not ter- nice. Not too bad. Are you, are you near the water? No, I'm actually inland. Um, I would say probably close to central South Florida, but not too far. Like about twelve to fifteen miles away from the water. Okay, I not mean, that far. To, yeah, to us, that's that's close, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cause, true. Yeah, because you know it, it takes us, you know, probably almost an hour to maybe a little less to get to the water. So. It's not. It's not an easy trip. We have to plan to go. Yes. No. It's only about fifteen minutes for me. Got you. And uh, so, I mean, we already know uh, who Pele is and all your amazing gifts and the things that you contribute. But our listeners don't know. So, uh, can you take you know about five minutes or so to just let everyone know uh, for the first time uh, who is Pele? Sure. So I feel like the simplest thing to say about me right now is I try to be or I am a caring human being. You know, I sometimes care more than the person cares for themselves. Um, I've been on this journey for myself for 44 years. One could say I'm a spiritual being on a human journey even. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been through so much in my physical being, and I've learned so much from my experiences here. And, you know, being American by birth, okay, but experienced life in Jamaica and the USA. So I had those two different cultures. This created an experience of both worlds for me. Um, I was a bottle-fed baby on cow's milk, and I was fed cheese and bread and rice and animal flesh and all kinds of animal flesh. Though I remember chicken most in the USA, but in Jamaica, I ate all kinds, you know, pig, beef, um, uh, fish, lobster, all kinds, and chicken, of course. Um, But I also consumed a lot of processed and packaged man-made food uh, in both Jamaica and the USA. I drank tons of soda. I ate more than my fair share of chocolate, candy, gum, desserts. Um, my belly was always full. I pretty much had whatever I wanted. We were, you know, uh, you know, we were blessed. But my family was blessed enough that I was always fed whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. But my house, one could say, was running on empty. I basically suffered from constipation the whole of my life. I can remember having hemorrhoids. I can remember going every two to four days 
it was very inconsistent. And either I was backed up or I was having diarrhea. Um, I used to suffer from colds and flus at least twice a month. I was taking antibiotics for those, taking over-the-counter drugs for that. I had poor vision by age four. I was wearing glasses. Um, I suffered from sinusitis and allergies, and tonsillitis was the biggest thing I would have constantly. Tonsils were always inflamed, couldn't swallow without pain. They threatened to take my tonsils out, and my grandmother refused at the time, and they never did. So I was blessed to have them still now. I also had asthma. I had fevers, migraines. I had acne on my butt, <laughs> on the back of my legs, <laughs> on my face. Um, I suffered with gastroenteritis. I suffered with uh, colitis. And those are just in- inflammation of the, you know, the, the, the stomach and inflammation of the intestines. And I had uterine fibroids, and I had lumps removed from my breast, and I've had weak, brittle nails, and dandruff, and ulcers, and acid reflux, and indigestion, and mm-hmm. swollen lymph glands, strains, and strains that would not heal. I had cavities. I had teeth loss. I had suffered from endometriosis. Listen, the list it goes on. All I can tell you is I used to medicate myself weekly, if not daily, for the past. And for, the, for those first, I would say, for uh, 32 years or 30 years, and but for the past 14 years, I made some serious changes, but I had to be strict. And uh, I had to even avoid, like, negative relationships and negative people, negative situations. Um, you know, I couldn't live, if I was living in a situation I didn't have a peace of mind, I literally would feel that physically in the body. And I didn't know how to meditate. I didn't do yoga. I didn't do any kind of exercise. So I was in pretty bad shape. I didn't know how to keep all of this, um, get all of this acidity and negativity out of my body and my life. I had to become my own mother because my mother didn't realize that some of these medicines she was feeding me all these years, you know, because that's what she was taught. That's what she was brought up. And I, brought, I was brought up that way and I almost did the same with my daughter who's now turning 16. And she has probably had medicine like that probably three times in her whole life. So, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) you know, I I know, uh, I know you had had an amazing journey to um, to the other side. But before we before we get into that, I just want to say that um, when you were describing everything like Mm -hmm. to us as as practitioners, we're like, whoa, you know, that this was a a very turbulent journey. But, you know, our society is looking at that. The average person like, hey, that's just normal stuff. You know what I mean? What what, you know, what what's what's the big deal about about that? We all experience those things on on a regular basis. And it's just so amazing how we've been conditioned to think that. Yeah, that that's normal. Mm -hmm. You know, like that was some very serious things that that you rolled off. But, you know, people experience those things and they don't look at them as health challenges. They look at those things as being human. Right. Absolutely. And then they all think, some, sometimes we think that nobody else is suffering mm-hmm. from the disease that we have. You know, the fibromyalgia or the diverticulitis. We put the names on all of these symptoms and these things and we create, um, you know, these different types of diseases, which in fact, it's all under the disease of acidosis. And so we're all suffering, but we're showing it up in different ways because we're blocked in the body in different areas. And we all eat 
differently, we drink differently, we eliminate differently, we exercise differently, we sleep differently, we work differently, the environment around us is different. So we're going to show up our diseases differently. Right. But it's all based on one thing. And I realized that I had to treat, create more alkalinity in my life. And that's where the, the, the hard part is. That's really the challenge. You know, and it, they, we think it's so common because as I grew up and taking those over-the-counter drugs and so forth, I really did think it was normal. Right. And, and, and everybody in the family did it. Everyone. And then actually I started taking supplements at probably 15 and my mother saw them. And she was like, what are these drugs? I was in my heart saying, why are they not drugs? They're supplements. She's like, why do you have them in the drawer? (laughs) 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 I I mean, this is way back, you know, so I guess 30 years, pretty much 30 years ago, and supplements are pretty new back then, and this is in Jamaica, so... That she didn't understand that, and yeah. so now they're taking supplements still, and I don't take them anymore. Yes, no more supplements. Since ten years, I think I stopped taking my last supplement was ten years ago. So, I know we can live on, on the earth. We can efficiently. So, even though we have so many issues going on in the soil and in our crops and the pesticides, and oh, we want you know, I wonder really who's making that big, big deal about those things. I mean, yes, I know they affect our fertility, they affect our endocrine system. So, there are negatives to it, but at the same time, there's so much good in the earth food itself. Yes. I don't care if there's a little bit of pesticide in it. I'm still going to eat earth food versus the processed food right. with that pesticide-laden and garbage stuff that they add into those processed foods. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> And because and, uh, I know your specialty is, uh, or one of your specialties is healing with food. And like everything that, that you, you know, experienced uh, growing up into your adulthood, you were able to reverse all of those things, right? Absolutely. So what happens to me is when I see, I know better. I know now what foods do what to my body. So I know if I eat some chicken, what's going to happen. I know if I have some cheese, what's going to happen. If I drink some caffeine, I know what's going to happen. So I'm not going to go say, okay, because I ate that stuff and I feel these things symptoms, I'm going to take some medication right? <laughs> you know, to stop the symptoms. Right. That, that's not how I look at it anymore. Now I'm just not going to, I'm going to let that, first of all, nothing remains the same. Symptoms come and symptoms go. Mm-hmm. The body has a way of, of balancing out itself. So we have to help it and we have to know what to do to help it. And there's certain foods that can help it and there's certain foods that can make it worse. So if we're holding on all of the stuff that we're putting in the body, first of all, and we're not eliminating well enough, then we are definitely going to start breeding and creating disease. We have to start to eliminate well. That's my first thing I started to realize because when my bowels started moving, my health started improving. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. People don't un- understand that because, you know, constipation is normal in our society. And they look, they look at it as normal, not realizing how they're supposed to move and how much they're supposed to right. move. Right. So, and that's the thing, because my, <laughs> Jamal and Tim, my biggest favorite line is, are you making an arm's length? Okay, stretch your arm out. Take a look at it. Arm's length bowel movement. I'm rising every morning. 
before you consume anything. And it has the ability of being odor-free and streak-free. When you wipe, there should be nothing on that paper. So if when, when you can get to that level, your health really is like the best it can be, mm-hmm. especially when you're filtering through your kidneys and peeing, urinating on a proper, at a proper rate and not too much, not too little, as well as sweating through your skin because that's your other eliminatory channel. Right. So there are three. Yeah, there's three channels. It's through defecation, through urination, and through sweating. So, so let me ask you a question. Um, what is your take as far as, because this is for, for a lot of people, um, just a, the possibility of, um, you know, healing themselves through food, you know, we're, we're not taught that. So they don't even, even think about it. So uh, right now with the health education that we have, people are kind of on a court, like a crash course in a sense. Um, like what, what's your ex- your um, perspective as far as just the overall health in our country. Hmm. So I am not only a detox consultant, you know, I also teach yoga. So I get to see people's bodies constantly. I'm also a massage therapist and I do house calls. So I get to go to people's homes constantly and being around these people. And for the past, since O2, I've been doing this. Um, I see that I cannot walk into a home and wash my hands without seeing prescription or over-the-counter drugs mm-hmm. sitting on the counter. Yes. I see, you know, I see the health in people's faces, in their hands, in their body. Um, even the ones who look healthy on the outside, I never assume are healthy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Even, yeah, even they are, even they eventually show signs of ill health through suffering of headaches or sleeplessness, sleeplessness or constipation, indigestion, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's all kinds of things that happen to us when, when we seem to look well. Because for me, I feel good for most of the time, except if I go and have two or three glasses of red wine one evening and a, a, a fish and maybe I put some potatoes with that. The next morning, I, my stomach may not feel like you know, that well, if I don't eliminate well, and if mm-hmm. I don't hydrate myself properly the next day, if I don't eat my fruits, if, you know, there has to be an immediate reaction. Yeah. So, so there has to be an immediate balance that you have to do for yourself. And I feel like if we are always putting in so much toxicity and toxic waste and never putting in the alkalizing good stuff, and we get that through movement, and we get that through breathing, through breath. We get that through stress relief, meditation. We get that through eliminating on the bowel, in the bowels, and releasing through the kidneys. And you know, we have good relationships with people, and when we're kind and loving, so all this stuff helps to balance out. Mm-hmm. And so many people are just on one side of the spectrum. Yeah. So I don't. I don't find that the health in the U.S. is very great. You know, there are good, healthy people who do the same thing I'm doing and who try their best and who are aware that what they put in their body is going to create a certain outcome, a mm-hmm. certain way of living, a certain way of feeling. So, it's, and genetics is all about, uh, literally, DNA. Every time they say, oh, you know, heart disease runs in the family, high cholesterol runs in the family, oh, that's the biggest cop-out ever. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and we're taught to cop out. Yeah, L- We're literally. taught to just blame it on our poor parents who are not attached to us, 
by any means. Right. Right. I, my, my mother and father are, you know, not attached to me, and they have their own health issues I could be rambling off about right now. But mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do that. And I was, at one point, very unhealthy. But again, it was a lot to do with what I was putting in. Because even though they were feeding me, I was also feeding me when they weren't around. And when I became an adult, I continued feeding me. I chose to eat a certain way. Right. And then I chose to change that. Yeah. I changed I also. <laughs> I also chose one more thing is just to, to move the body a certain way. Um, you bring up some, something very important and powerful because, uh, you know, in our society, just being taught um, that, uh, you know, genetics is, is you know, the cause of, of so many of our problems. People don't even try to make changes. They, they don't even try to prevent. And, and now we're seeing it progress to the point where people are going through extreme measures for prevention, right. as, as such as, you know, as, as breast cancer prevention, having your breast moved, uh, uh, removed ahead of time. In order to in order to prevent, uh, you know, cancer. And uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's just uh, it, it's you it know. Makes me so much. It makes me want to cry every yeah. time, mm-hmm. every time mm-hmm. to hear that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is just the, the direction that we're headed with the uh, with the miseducation. So, uh, you know, we have some kind of rewiring to do as far as the mindset of of our people and just really understanding that they have the control over their over their health. Right, not to be a victim of your body because it's almost like oh because my parents had cancer I'm going to get it anyway, but you have to be more proactive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. It's a crazy world. Right. When we allow um you know what? Once what is it? You know, they say once a man, twice a child. All right. What I'm trying to think about right here is the fact that when we allow people to teach us, you know, to grow, we learn. We learn from school. Education is, is something that literally they teach you what they want you to know. Right. I kind of realized re- recently that formal education takes you further away from knowing things that are natural and innate within you. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the the formal education is is sometimes it, it makes you brainwash. It it just continues feeding you the information. So they say milk is good for a body, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. And they say fruit sugar is bad for diabetes, bad for people who you know want to build muscle. Um, they say beef does the body good, and uh, that's what you should take home for dinner. So. You have to really read between the lines. If they're advertising it, I stop buying it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's advertising oranges. Right. Did you notice? <laughs> Unless it's Florida orange juice. Right. Yeah. And they use spoiled oranges to make that juice. And they put a ton of high fructose corn syrup, natural flavors, and other preservatives and chemicals and dyes in there. Yes. So, you guys, make your own juice from the real fruit. There is also one thing I would love to say that one day I feel like this, just how they have done for the cigarette business, where they put cautionary statements. We should have the same thing on our, 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 um, our menus in restaurants and the fast food restaurants. And, you know, whether they say that the consumption of this dairy food may cause diabetes, may cause cancer, may cause high blood pressure, may cause constipation, may cause acidosis, may cause inflammation, may cause joint pain. They give you the beef. 
this may cause arteriosclerosis, this may cause cancer, this may cause high blood pressure, high cholesterol, you know. And then they put watermelons for sale. Oh, there's a label. Oh, this may cause kidneys to be filtering better, you know, <laughs> improve the health of your kidneys. I mean, when are we going to have these precautionary or uh, advantageous labeling? That that would be that would <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, and no, <laughs> you're not. Uh, this is all great stuff that that people need to hear. But you know, you know how you know the the uh, big industry is. They'll they'll fight for for no labels, just like oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're fighting to remove uh, GMO for not to have oh, a GMO yeah. label on it. So let me ask you a question. I know a lot of people are hearing these things, and it's like a, a reality check in a sense. Like, so a person that wants to to make changes like they don't want to feel the way that they did before they don't want to take the medication they actually want to try to heal with food but they just don't really know how to do that what, what would you say to them oh well the first thing I do is choose choose a food that you feel you're highly addicted to or maybe make a list of the foods that you feel like you can't have you can't go without and your mind will play with you and tell you the reason you can't go without it is because it's healthy or because the doctors told you to eat it or because you advertise it. You grew up believing that or you ate it all your life. So the first thing is choose one of the following. Caffeine, animal flesh, dairy, processed foods. Simple. One of those four. And processed food simply means that something that you cannot pick and eat. So if you if you actually end up cooking it, it's not processed, all right? So what is not processed is fruits in the raw state, not dried, not sweetened, not, you know, canned, and your vegetables in their raw state. And they're not in your raw state and your botanicals, your herbs in your raw state. So I would say remove one of those first four things and see if you can do it for 21 days. And let that be your personal challenge. And even if you cannot complete one day, <laughs> you try again the next day and maybe switch whatever it is because the, the addiction is very deep. If we go into what exactly it is that's creating your addiction to that particular thing, you'll be surprised. And most of it is chemical addiction. So chemicals are present in all our drugs. And so we have to realize they are also present in our food. All right? And that's what functions. That's what we function on the chemicals in the food, the phytochemicals. I would say also to add at least the minimum five fruits per day. I, I like to say seven fruits in the colors of a rainbow per day keeps the doctor away. Yes. And, yeah, and so you want to have a variety of fruits. I don't want you to have all of the fruits in one smoothie and call it seven fruits a day. <laughs> I want you to yeah. eat those seven fruits throughout the day separately handheld, that's different than smoothies. It is different. I've come to realize that personally in my own body as well. Hmm. So you can have a smoothie and consider it one portion and have another smoothie in the afternoon and consider it another portion. Mm -hmm. But then also try to get some more handheld foods. And what that's going to do is going to fill up your appetite because foods are filling and then you don't want to eat so much of the other things. So, you know, either that taking out something, adding more fruit, or reducing your portion, cutting your portions in half. Many people are overeaters, and that's first and foremost an issue. Because if you take overeating from your 
cooked foods and chia or raw fruits and veggies, that still, that still can be a problem. I see people overeat on fruit, mm-hmm. and, and they say it's not possible, but I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. And they have a problem losing weight. And so I understand, and they're not exercising. That's another thing, because fruit is energetic. It is energetic. And then, too, they also eat it with all the other stuff. Right. So they're still having their cheeseburger, still having their fried egg with a bagel and cream cheese, and then they have a banana, and then they have an apple, and then they have some watermelon, and then some more watermelon, and then some more apple, and maybe another banana at night, and then they still have some dessert. You know, they just have this appetite. And those people, I say you need a three-day pineapple fast because you have parasites. And that's the first way I'd say to you to really attack you know, attack your parasites, attack yourself, your addiction. Because three days off of all that other food is going to be the first real healer. That's the first way to actually, like, start to cleanse out your tongue. Your tongue gets a break from all the different foods that you keep putting on it, stimulating all the organs, wanting more. You're just craving it. So we have to look at the addiction. It's food addiction. That's what's going on in the world, really. Yes. In every culture. So, you know? uh, so as far as uh, your, your clients and the people that you work with, like what, what is your approach to, to helping uh, your clients? Like what, what services do you offer? Yeah, so, you know, they come for different things initially. But because I started off giving massages, that was my first and foremost and getting close to people. And then while I gave massages, I would always talk to them and they would tell me exactly what was going on in their body and how they were feeling, where they would hurt and everything would come together because I always say, what are you eating? Are you pooping? I would always ask these same questions, you know. So then I realized that massaging is not really helping them permanently. It's a temporary fix. I said, okay, well, you need to move your body. So now I started teaching yoga and the yoga is great too. So they come in for yoga to move their body. So then they get sore. So I give them all massage, and then we talk about how long they've been sore, and they say they've been sore for weeks, and ever since they started yoga, they keep getting sore and not getting better. I said, oh, because you're acidic, and your diet needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. So then we talk about detox, and we talk about foods that create acidity, and then we take out the foods that take, you know, cause the acidity, add more alkalizing foods. And um, that's pretty much how I try to deal with my clients. You know, I try to work on every level with everyone. Because we all need one of them, at least. But we actually need all of them. And if you don't get it from me, then you can get it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, but at least get the massage, do the yoga, and eat well. Now, right? right. Now, um, is, uh, so is yoga something that, uh, yoga and massage, in addition to the food, is that something that you actually will put as a part of uh, your program? Yes, I I recommend it. You know, I do offer classes here at my sanctuary in Davie, Florida, and uh, I do house calls to do private sessions too, as well as um, if, if they wanted a consult, I do ninety minute consults. Okay. And the consult itself is a separate session I can do by phone in person, and um, I've I've had so many results, you know, with people. Um, with high blood pressure, for example, reversing the high cholesterol, um, reversing anemia, helping people's blood count increase, getting them to have arms length, odor-free bowel movements. I mm-hmm. mean, I have seen pictures 
All right, people, I tell them, send me 21 days worth of your bowel movements when you start your detox. Watch the change. And you wouldn't believe from pinky's length to arm's length, okay? And it's brilliant in color and odor-free. That's what I love to hear because there is, my shit don't stink, it is real. Right. (laughs) Yes. Now, you know, blood sugar numbers improve. I've had people on who are pre-diabetic and diabetic now eating fruit who are now feeling better, who are now reducing their insulin intake or not using it at all, just monitoring themselves and changing their diets and showing that their health can improve based on improving what they're eating. Right. And even the most important for me, my daughter, she was like, mommy, acne. I'm reversing acne in teenagers, you know, and nice. it's amazing that it can be done, but right. it only can be done if it was their help. Right. They have to make it has nothing to do with me. I'm just a messenger. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, and you're doing all of this through food, which is amazing. You mm-hmm. know, these are a lot of things that, that you kind of uh, help people to help themselves as far as reversing these challenges. And this was done through food. And, uh, you know, you just you, you mentioned your, your uh, sanctuary uh, down there in Florida. Can you tell take a moment? Just tell us about your, your sanctuary. Well, it's just a little home-based sanctuary. I mean, I try to have a retreat here once a month. Uh, it's just a few-hour retreat, you know, six to eight hours, mm-hmm. where I'll give them massages, do yoga with them, do a little smoothie demonstration, uh, give them a... We'll do Last retreat we had here was yoga, dinner, and a movie is what I called it. The movie was GMO OMG. And that was a complete eye-opener for those who haven't been been aware of what GMO really does, and it is one of the things that can um, cause tumors in the body. Mm-hmm. So, according to the movie, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hope there's nobody out there listening to this who's going to be coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Right, according so, to the movie, absolutely. Should, um, <clears throat> so, the sanctuary itself is, is just, I, I have... I have a nice little space that I wanted it to feel like a little forest full of colors and different types of plants and different trees and products to grow. I have a butterfly garden here. I have my earth garden. You know, just trying to bring life and um, doing the planting myself over the past basically almost a year. Um, and it's been coming up really nicely. The studio, it's a small studio space, but I just do the massages here also for those who prefer to come to me. But it's it's just a home for anyone who wants to you know get a little closer to earth. Yes, and uh, for for people that um, want to get in touch with you, come to your sanctuary, get assistance with your your healing. Like, how can they uh, get in contact with you? What's your uh, social media uh, information and website, and you know all of that good stuff? My Facebook profile, Pele Chen is the quickest, I suppose, way to reach me. And I have a, a website on internet, uh, com, And then I also have a Facebook community called Naturally Healing Inc., I-N-C., um, that has about 23,000 members right now, hopefully steadily growing. And it's basically, it's all about things that I just discussed with you guys here. Mm-hmm. And I have videos and 
um, you know, nerves and blogs and all different types of things that everyone can learn from. It's very, it's just, if you're a human being and you breathe and you can feel and you want to feel, you know, check out the, check out the community. Just my phone number and all that is listed on www.naturallyhealingsanctuary.com. Okay, thank you. And uh, we like to uh, ask all of our guests uh, if there was only one thing, just one thing that a person can do to improve their health, what would that one thing be? Well, I would definitely just go back to eating seven fruits in the, in the colors of the rainbow, preferably a day. Great. Well, we really thank you for for yes. joining us. You have a lot of passion, <laughs> <laughs> and that and that is that is great. That is great. We can thank we can you. we can hear it. We can hear that you and feel it. Mm-hmm. How how serious you are about this healing journey and really helping and seeing people to to just be better mm-hmm. and to and to do better. And we appreciate your work and we appreciate you for um, for joining us on our show. I am so grateful to be able to do this with you. I thank you for giving me this opportunity. This is one thing that, you know, we can be grateful for is the Internet and the ability to talk to the whole world through this source. Yes. So I thank you. Thank you. We will uh, talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, peace. So that is the conclusion of our interview with Pele. Hopefully you enjoyed the interview, but most importantly, you received value from it. And remember, for the show notes page to this episode, just go to jkhealthtribe.com forward slash 50 and you can access the show notes page from this episode. And lastly, um, please remember that Jamal and I will be taking a little hiatus and relaunching our new podcast, Life Strength and Health Podcast Uh in the first week of September, but we still have the same mission of educating and empowering and inspiring you to live healthier, but it'll be housed at our new podcast will be housed at lifestrengthandhealth.com, but we will still, you will still have access to all the previous 50 episodes, but they'll just be moved over to lifestrengthandhealth.com. Okay. So until next time, live healthier. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.